welcome to 100 million possibilities show my name is liga and this is episode number three i need to change the title <laughs> yeah it's episode number three and today i would like to talk about what do you know we are we living in like a era when information is like a key Every, everywhere we look, we get information from one source to another source. And there are sources that lying, there are sources that are telling truth. And it's kind of hard to distinguish if you're actually not following what do you actually know. Because if we are, let's assume that we are connected to everything and we are connected to everyone, it means we have we know everything. We are just being um, kind of cut off from this awareness of and this knowing. And uh, I do follow a lot of um, like uh, people who talk about um, current affairs that are related to DJT and uh, and those bad people and. Uh, and there's lots of true information, there's lots of misinformation, there's lots of decoding. And people get upset when something is not true or something uh, someone has lied and, uh, and they kind of completely cut it off. But what if we didn't, didn't go to these... Um, people as the main source of information what if we just went there to get an information and then we tell we can tell ourselves what is true and what is not because you know everything you just don't know you know and uh, so how do you know like i've been following load like for the first I've been following um, uh, the all the DJT news and all the stuff for almost a year now. That's where when I kind of got woken up in relation to this situation. I remember I was watching uh, Golden Globes uh, Award last year. And Ricky Gervais was talking about... Uh, those people who love children and uh, and I saw someone's face someone's reaction to Ricky Gervais's uh, speech when he called basically he called everyone child lovers on the I'm using in brackets because I don't want to use the bad word because the YouTube might ban the channel. So basically when I saw like Tom's face, his reaction to what uh, to reaction what Ricky Gervais said and something kind of clicked. That is not the reaction of innocent person. And that's where I started. And these are the things that basically where you know that you know. Like there are lots of sources where I, I look, basically it's not that like you're gonna know right away. You 
probably gonna caught up information and you probably will want to know the information. And especially if our expectations and projections are in front of our knowing, we kind of dismiss our own knowing in a sense. Like because we so want it to be true that we don't actually want to see what is true. So how do you actually get through this? Uh, there are like lots of different tools how to get through it and how to know that you actually know what you know. One of the questions you can ask, what do I know about this situation? What do I know? What am I aware of? Like, let's say when one of the people who talks about, uh, um, basically gives you information about current affairs, and lots of different emotions comes up. And emotions can be triggered because of our own beliefs and emotions can be triggered because we are aware of something. Doesn't mean just because, like for example, when someone talks in the news and uh, and we, we get uh, triggered, we get angry. It doesn't mean that you are angry at at information that person is giving you. One of the reasons you get angry is because the person is lying and you are just angry and your basically body knows when someone is lying to you and you basically get angry about that. And there is like, um, it doesn't mean like every time you get angry that the person is lying, someone is lying to you. Throughout the uh, like time, you can distinguish, like, because there are different type of angers. Like, I, I started to notice maybe like last year, the difference between different ways. I get angry. Uh, one of the like this information I learned through access consciousness. I just wanted to mention that. One of the reasons why we get angry is because we are dressed. Distracting, distracting ourselves from something. Like, for example, we distracting ourselves from seeing something that's underneath the anger. Like, for example, like in a metaphorical, uh, in metaphorical sense is like when governments put out those uh, like celebrity scandals so they can distract us from something that's going in the background happening in the background so and when you're distracting yourself from this anger you actually are distracting from some deep uh something deep inside that you don't want to look at uh no really example comes to my head right now but as I talk, I might I might get an example. Another reason when we get angry is when we have built this potency to change something. Uh, like, um, I don't know, uh, again, example. Like when you, when you, when you are getting fed up of, let's say, let's say these days is all the mask situation, all the lockdown situation, when you actually, until you like all the t um, up until the point where you actually want to explode, you kind of 
are kind of okay with masks. You kind of are angry, but you don't really show that. You are kind of upset, but it doesn't really do anything. But there comes the moment when you just had enough. And basically, all this build up before it just kind of like putting in a boil in a in a pot. You put it in the pot, and basically now pot is full. And when it's full, it's basically that's where your it comes out with anger because you're so angry at the situation. But that anger is when you actually have potency to change it and another reason why what anger comes up is when someone is lying to you and throughout the time when you know this information throughout the time you actually start to recognize you can actually ask when you for example talk to someone or when you get uh, listen to news and you get angry you just ask yourself is this person lying and you will know and then you start to recognize all these different kind of angers. And the same is with everything. Like there have been like people I'm I'm kind of following and listening to the information. And I start to notice like something icky is there. And I start to ask question, is this person for real? Is this person lying? Is this uh, information they giving me real? Maybe sometimes there is like... Um, I know that there are people who are intentionally misled to give us information so they can actually let the enemy know that uh, to give enemy the wrong information. And you have to kind of take a note of that because not everyone who, who gives you information is bad. Just because they maybe gave you misinformation or they lied to you, it doesn't mean that they did it on a purpose. We are so used to believing someone to the 100%. Like when someone, it's almost like you can either be lying bastard or you have be truthful angel. It's almost like there is no in between. I have lied in myself uh, for, to other people in my life, and I've lied mostly to myself. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. That doesn't mean like everything I've done is bad. It just depends how you deal with it and how you move forward with it. So what do you know? Ask yourself that question daily. What do I know? What do I know about this situation? What am I aware of in this situation? Sometimes people talk, but you get the energy behind that. And the energy behind it is more important than actually words they are saying. And this is something we need to kind of start to build up, especially we are so used to um, governments and ev uh, like uh, celebrities and all these people lying to us. It is difficult for us to distinguish distinguish what is lie and what is truth and we go sometimes we go into this frenzy that we don't understand because we are trying to understand with our mind not with our heart and not with the our awareness because we don't have only five senses we have more senses that are even with a hearing it's kind of one of the like physical senses 
with the hearing, we can hear things that are underneath the usual like uh, volume of, I don't know, the correct um, terms to that. Or with eyes, you know, when you see something with a corner of your eye and you don't, um, and uh, when you look at it, you notice that no, no one is there, nothing is there. It doesn't mean that nothing is there. It just means you can't see it with... Uh, with like physically with your eyes sometimes you can actually see it uh, you know like when uh, communicating with entities um, I don't know if you know that or if you actually done that but sometimes when communicating with entities it's uh, like uh, you can see them but you can't see them with your eyes it's almost like there is a mental picture in your brain that creates that image and you can actually see it and I think the the classes or courses that offers you to communicate with invisible world are a great place to start to actually practice your knowing because it is not uh, easy at first if you are so used to just trusting what you see, what you hear, or what you feel, like with a touch or what you smell. It's so hard to actually trust invisible. Like even like uh, smells, sometimes when you smell something, it doesn't mean like there's actual smell in the world, in, in your area. It could be actually that there is, but now if you smell like a smoke, like cigarette smoke, there could be like entity next to you that actually used to smoke. And you just, that's one of your senses, how you sense that entity. Um, I remember like lots of times when, when doing these classes, like I'm not doing myself, I'm just uh, attending uh, classes where you can communicate with entities. And once you start kind of to practice this play with invisible work, with your knowing, you kind of can tell in your room where is entity. Like, it's almost like, you know, the presence in your space when you, or you feel like someone is behind you and you, you look and there's no one. Don't discard that, oh, it's just like, just seemed like that. It's actually not. Probably you are sensing something. You just don't know it. And so, yeah. So how do you practice your knowing? One of the re one of the ways is you do like a classes with uh, channeling. I know that Lori Ladd did really great um, classes channeling. And that's something you practice every day. It's not going to come like, uh, you know, like when you learn to build a house in a class. You can build a class, uh, you, you know right away that you you can build a house. You just need the practice to, to perfect that skill. It's the same with like invisible world and with your knowing. Because you are, you have to be source of your knowing. You can't give 100% trust to someone else. If you give 100% trust to someone else, you're always going to be hurt. It's like in a relationship. When you give all, all you to the person, 
you will get hurt because no one wants to be 100% responsible for you. You That's why meditations are really good way to actually go into yourself and find the answers there for everything. You can, like, um, you don't have, to, you know, like lots of people say, oh, go do your, sorry, you go and do your research and then you will know. Like, it's actually what I've noticed, like I've done some research with, but even that you can't trust because people put out false information, even if you do research. If I want to do like a proper research, I would have to actually go to the source. I would actually have to go to the all those, uh, um, I don't know, spirit, what, what the parties they did, like bad people did. I would actually have to see like real footage and or be there to actually see that this is actually what happened. Even, and even then, if someone gives me a, a video or something, I can't be 100% sure with my like five senses that information they give me is real. Because there are so many Photoshop pictures. There are so many doctored videos out there. And even information, if someone says, like, this is someone's brother and this is someone's sister, I have no way of actually 100% doing research to actually know that that's true but you have no you have your knowing you don't have to go out there and shout to everyone oh this is this and this is that but when you know you know and if you you can ask like look at like it's almost like a meditate on the picture or video and ask the video are you are you for real is this true uh, how much of this information is true and how much is not like for example in um, in russia they have really popular uh, like a reality show called psychics uh, as the detectives so basically there are lots of detectives not the detectives sorry lots of psychics that actually go um like people send them letters and tell them like uh like for example my my husband died in mysterious circumstances and no one is looking for the killer or something like that. And so these psychics actually go out and actually investigate uh, these um, uh, like um, cases through paranormal spectrum. And uh, like a lot of, lots of the things that is, uh, you know, like um, it's not, as, a, as any reality TV show, you can't trust it 100%. And then you can actually ask how much of this is true. And I get actually, like, for example, I was watching one episode yesterday. And, um, and I asked how much of this is actually true. And I get the number 70. So I kind of know that 70% of what they are telling me is true. It doesn't mean that information they're giving me is 100% true. You Again, you have to go into this deeper. And like, for example, because lots of situations there are filmed just for the purpose of the show, because so many things are happening behind the scenes. They can't put like uh, an hour show showing you everything. Like, because 
actual investigations take so much longer than just 40 minutes. So you, some of, oh, my cat is doing something. So lots of situations, they have to kind of theatrically put together. And so it means you, you, again, you have to use your knowing and you have to ask questions. And how do you, and you have to become observer of the situation. You can't be emotionally involved. When you are observing situation, you actually notice so much. Uh, you know, like those people who are like, let's say you are in a party and you are maybe one of those people who are like heart of the party. You are just fun and you do jokes and you do that. And then there are people who actually, or maybe you are the one, someone who actually sits in a corner. And what I've noticed, I'm mostly the person who sits in a corner, especially if there are lots of people. And what I noticed that when you are actually in center of attention, you can't actually be that aware of the situation because you are actually emotionally involved in the situation. It's almost like you're boiling in the same soup as everyone else. And it's difficult unless you are really practiced your awareness and your knowing, you can't be aware of, of the soup. It's because you're part of the soup. But when you step outside and when you actually observe the situation, you actually notice so much information. You get, like, you notice the relationship between people. You notice, like, how actually person actually feels who actually is in the center. That's why I actually loved going to these coffee shops and just observe people and see, like, see in the universes and see... Uh, like, because just because someone does something or says something, it's just the surface. It's like a tip of the iceberg. But when you actually observe this, observe the person and kind of get a sense of what the person is, then you actually really know. Instead of like, like scratching the surface. And the same is like situations. Like you can actually look at all the, I don't know, like a false flags uh, in the sense like a 9-11 or uh, or like all the uh, racism cards they played last year. You can actually, when you kind of observe the situation and you kind of go dissect it with your feelings and knowing you actually can know what is true and plus with information that is given you given to you from all the sources because when you are boiling in the same soup as everyone else you can't see the you can't see what is actually there like i'm gonna give you an example I wasn't DJT supporter as of uh, like, I be, yeah, I become DJT supported only like a year ago. And even then uh, when I was coming out of the, uh, the kind of condition of him being a bad guy, it was hard. But before that, even like noticing things that uh, bad guys are doing, like, when I was kind of believing 
that bad guys are good guys. I I used to see like situation like with um, what's his name, Bio Bio Barack Obama, yeah Bio. It's a funny like abbreviation. Like for example, I saw him as a good guy, but when I saw him doing bad things, it felt like no, it's not true. Even like the thing is in front of me or with. Uh, current U.S. president, when I saw him like uh, sniffing and touching and grabbing, I said, no, it can't be true. Like, even though it's the picture is in front of me, like the video is literally in front of me. And you can see that that's not doctored video. I said, no, it's not true. Because you have all these beliefs and emotions towards these people and you're boiling in the same soup with them, you can't see from the outside. And all these, like, uh, and, I, and then at that time I saw, like, uh, Trump supporters, and I thought, no, this, uh, why, do they, why do they believe he's a good guy? He's, like, clearly the bad guy. And these things kind of start, when I start to put these things together, like, in one kind of one pod, like, these signs that something is icky, then only then I was ready to actually see the full picture when I had enough of those these things. But when you're boiling in the same soup with everyone else, you can't see what is there. You have to step out. You have to look at the picture from outside. You can't be emotionally involved. When you're emotionally involved, you can't see what is there. Because in 5D, there are no emotions. Like there are no anger. There are no, uh, what's the other, hate, all these things. They are not in 5D. And when you're living in a 3D, 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 you have to step out of it. You have to step out to see actually what is true. Because when you are digging in the same pile of shit, you've always been digging. You can't see what's actually around you. So I don't actually know if I if I have anything else to say about this topic. So just basically practice your knowing. Uh, I mentioned a couple of tools in, in this video if you haven't watched it from the beginning. Basically ask yourself, what do we know about the situation? If I knew what's true, what would it be? What, what am I aware of in this situation? Because you have to be, you have to look underneath the hood. Like when you buy a car and it's all shiny and nice and sparkly, I was like, oh yeah, it seems fine. Like I'm buying it. But the more experienced buyers, no, you have to look at, look under under the hood. In the same with all every information that comes our ways, we have to look under the hood. We can't, just because we want to believe something, it doesn't mean that it's true. And we have to follow our awareness and our own knowing to actually um, kind of happily navigate through through the current situation. And when you are not emotionally invested in something, it is easier for you to navigate through it. So thank you very much. Uh, follow your knowing, follow your awareness, and uh, 
If you want to know more about my daily tips, just go in in description. There is like a link to my channel if you're looking at at the super channel. And uh, yeah, I'll see you soon again. Thank you. Bye bye.